and I have not been feeling well. I've never felt so numb and I've never felt so hopeless and I hate social media but I also can't disconnect from it I'm like take, take a break stop looking stop posting but I also can't but I also like I said I feel guilty doing anything else posting anything else I feel guilty talking about anything else I'd be lying if I said this hasn't made me cry on multiple different occasions I'd be lying if I said that I'm not in my bed sobbing looking at these videos of these Palestinian children um and 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 the, just like the the corruption and the world and just innocent lives as a whole um, and, and I'd be lying if I didn't say that it took a toll on me. So that is bleeding into everything. You can have a stance and you could be on a side of it, but then you have the extremists who are also very, uh, feel strongly about it and then use that as an opportunity to uh, verbally, aggressively actually attack. This idea that potentially my livelihood, my, my family's livelihood, everything, if I do stand up for what's right, and that's human, basic human rights to live you know, to be prosperous in a way where they're free to roam and, and live in their in their place, in their homes, you know, and not see kids dying could potentially put you at a disadvantage. It's like a dystopian world, bro. Well, shouldn't you be commended for standing for human rights? This is happening and God is showing you and like this could have been your life. So it's like, how are you going to live your life? How are you going to choose to live your life from here? You know, God has blessed you. How are you going to bless others? What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dima Podcast. It's Neela. And it is Adis. What's up, family? I miss you. I miss you more, Niels. I know. We, I, I feel like I our Halloween episode was so fun. I Did you have a good Halloween, by the way? I had the best Halloween. It was one of those... What did Hall you do? I didn't do much. You yeah, didn't have candy? I didn't, no, I didn't do anything. I had candy outside for the trick-or-treaters, and no one showed up to my house. It's kind of sad. <laughs> so I just chilled. Yeah. yeah. Halloween's my favorite. Although, it was like on a school night, so it ended a lot earlier. I love handing out candy, but I don't... My part, No one comes up to like the third floor so um i walked around with the nephews for a little bit and it's just i'm obsessed with the kids and you guys know this i love horror but it helped uplift a little bit i've been feeling like obviously we live not in the best times right now did you watch the the Bassam? i did i watched the Bassam yusuf interview with pierce morgan and the other day we had you and i had just like this long conversation and it was like i felt the weight of the world kind of on your shoulders and on my shoulders too it was like this heavy feeling and when we had that conversation it was like this overarching theme about everything about life in general how we're feeling like i had this like really weird moment that i was going through and um you recognize and you're like what's going on and i realized like where that conversation was heading because i realized this with so many other people where tensions are higher on the side of like the weight of the world being you know, on everyone's shoulders because we feel almost helpless. So even with the Bassam interview, it was such a beautiful interview. And I was so intrigued by the way the dynamic of the 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 conversation went with Pierce because Pierce has had many conversations with many people and it seems super one-sided, but it was really refreshing to see him bring on someone who is pro one side and that's the Palestinian people and the justice for the Palestinian people and him let, you know, him talk and, and share this dialogue. Again, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't because a lot of people in the comments are saying, you know, he's only bringing you on the show because of the views, etc. But it's still good to be able to hear a side that's not directly, you know, on the side that it seems Pierce is on at times, but also seeing that like 
the dialogue is happening and the dialogue between us is happening where you're like, look, like there's a lot going on. And I'm like, I get it because I feel that when I'm talking to my parents, I feel that heaviness when I'm talking to um, my friends and my family. And it's like helpless, but it's like refreshing to see that you and I can talk about that and also see people that have a voice and have another platform talk about it too. So we're talking about the Palestinian Israeli conflict right now and the genocide that's going on um, with the Palestinian people. And, um, October 7th and what happened with Hamas and that sort of stuff and just understanding the 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 background information of what has happened in the displacement of people all around the world and just knowing that we're kind of witnessing history in front of us and we can't do anything about it that causes this to bleed onto relationships everything on top of what we're dealing with like that's heavy bro it's a heavy feeling I've been feeling heavy and that's why today's episode Neil and I didn't even want to talk about a certain topic or anything we just wanted to talk to each other about how we're feeling, what's going on. You yeah, know? the weight of the, the just what's going on in the world is it's weighing a lot heavier than obviously usual. Um, to your point with everyone, not just me, not just you. My sisters feel the same way when I talk to them. My mom, my um, work, like everyone's just taking it on, uh, rightfully so. What we're seeing is not right. Uh, what we're witnessing, um, to be able to just stand there, I've never felt more hopeless and helpless. Um, and then there's so much that comes with that in terms of personal, for, that's personal for me as well that I'm going through because um, just the people in my life and the differences and uncertainty with where they stand. And so obviously, and it's funny that you mentioned the boss, the Bassam interview, because when you said something about you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, um, he said that he said something about I think the the best part about his Pierce uh, interview to him at that his first one was that at the end of the day, it brought awareness and like people to the platform. It doesn't matter about the views and stuff. It's like more people are listening and now curious are want to, wanting to learn more and speak up more. And that's the goal, because we are essentially witnessing a genocide, which is completely, completely wrong at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, the what's happening to the Palestinian people is 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 beyond. And so it, if you're any form of human, you know, and you don't see anything wrong with that, that that's that's why it, it, it's just harder to understand um, just to see innocent children and, and women and men and elderly and young and, you know, just like it uh, pay the cost of uh, the politics, power, war. Um, and then to see all of that unfold and to be put in a country that, you know, goes one way with it. It's just hard. It's heavy. And um I've been feeling that a lot more. I feel guilty posting anything else. I feel guilty enjoying myself going out. I think I went out for Halloween with my my nephews, and that was, like, the first time that I was, like, you know, letting myself just enjoy a little bit because I'd be lying if I said this hasn't made me cry on multiple different occasions. I'd be lying if I said that I'm not in my bed sobbing looking at these videos of these Palestinian children um, and and, and the, just, like, the, the corruption and the world and just innocent lives as a whole – um, and, and I'd be lying if I didn't say that it took a toll on me. So that is bleeding into everything. I mean, I got in a fight with you and it had nothing to do with that, but it just had to do with where my head was at, where your head was at. And I think to your point, everybody's feeling it right again, we're human. Like, and if you're not, then that says a lot about you. If you're not feeling any type of way about this, um, it's, it's hard. And then when you feel that funk, it's like any doing anything else feels just wrong like shooting that episode on halloween dressing up for halloween i was like i'm just not in that headspace but you have to still live your life you have to still move forward you have your own family to take care of you have your own thing you know so it's like finding that balance but it's been weighing heavy and it and it sucks it's scary to see the politics you know there's there's the the word politics is interesting because because again it's 
politics on one end when it comes to foreign affairs, et cetera, you know, the government, et cetera. And then there's also politics within your friend circle, your family, your work, your environment. And I'm seeing the blatant, you know, like when they say don't play politics in at the workplace, right? Like don't favor one person and then, and then talk about this other person and then put on this face or whatever. But I'm seeing the blatant political almost, um, face that a lot of people that have a big influences, whether it be social media stars, whether it be celebrities, whether it be whatever, are almost forced into being because it's almost this, they don't want to damn themselves from other potential um, business opportunities. Their careers are on the line. And Bassam talked about this. He was like, you know, Pierce, uh, it's scary being up here and, and talking about these things because you do lose job opportunities, especially in the space that we're at. Because I am a comedian, because I am on TV, because I'm on this, it's scary. Like, look at Bella Hadid, Gigi Hadid. They're Palestinian people who are advocating for the Palestinian people and the genocide that's happening right now. And I'm sure they're amazing people that don't want to see conflict on the Israeli side as well and, and, and don't like what happened on October 7th because that is scary. That time is very scary too. But they're being chastised and they're being almost they're scared to even voice for their own people because they're scared that there's going to be repercussions when this inshallah hopefully this does fix and i hope that there comes a resolution where our the people in palestine are free and able to you know coexist in this world that where you and i can go to a a halloween party and, and be free they deserve this right like where yeah. They can advocate for this and then they're not scared that potentially there could be all these repercussions that come from it. And I'm seeing those politics in my face. I'm seeing like the biggest people on earth taking a step back. And you and I talked about this, right? And not wanting to talk about this. And again, like when Neela and I were in the pre-brief right now, we were like, hey, like there are some things that we have to kind of stray away from, right? Because again, like we're not political by any means. I... We don't have a background in in politics when it comes to foreign relations. Like we studied it for a while, but again, we haven't experienced that or in kind of been in to understand what means what, but we can put two and two together, right? But it's also like, I want to be there for humanity and like what's right is right. I don't want to see anyone killed, right? I don't want the finger to be pointed at anybody, but it also is scary knowing that if we do say something wrong that we can be scrutinized and or canceled because of cancel culture and stuff for advocating for human rights bro and i see this in our faces when it comes to like that's a lot of people's argument right now is like the people who do have these platforms and the, the and do have these voices are turning the cheek and i think that's so hard to see um, you know, so some of evident. my biggest idols and and, and the, who I've always seen to be some sort of inspiration is, you know, it's like you come to a place where the human in you again, um, hopefully no matter where you stand, has to witness it for what it is and see it and call it for what it is. It's like this is now uh, wiping out an entire nation of people last one standing to the point where it's like there's none left you know and it's like ethnic cleansing and and if you don't see a problem with that if you don't see a problem with you know children dying every 15 minutes then that kind of shows you how people you know kind of it, it it shifts your character on people um it shifts your perspective on people and it's and and again 
it's not just it of course your personal circle right politics and all that stuff but even like the outside world like all these bigger people who have the opportunity to speak up and say something and just turning a bad eye like turning a blind eye and that's what's so hard about it and you do have those noisemakers and those those activists who couldn't care less whether they risk it all and lose it all um and and they do speak up and they want that smoke and that's beautiful to see you see with the protests in the world right like i even made a statement on linkedin not even a statement i posted something and linkedin is a professional platform um and i've worked in the tech space for the last six years and i have experience there and i i said something and it'll show you the number of impressions meaning who's seen it versus the actual like count and it's so off like i'm talking about i think i had 14 impressions meaning 1400 i'm sorry 1400 impressions meaning 1400 people saw it I had 10 likes four of the 10 were my my sister my closest friends and then like prior co-workers so people that I know like personally um and then I've seen other posts about Palestine that are getting absolutely no engagement zero zero likes um and and again people have a livelihood they can't afford to lose their job I get it because at the end of the day if you stand up against it and you voice your opinion which you should Um, and you risk losing your job, that's not going to solve the problem that's happening on the other side of the world, right? You're not going to, my one stance, risking my whole life that that stands with my mom and sisters and like my financial stability and all that stuff. Yeah, I'll be an activist and I will stand by that. The Islam in me is, it's my duty to bring visibility to it like and and show what i stand for and and bring visibility to enlighten to what's happening and educate people but is it going to solve this war that's beyond me no it's not and it's sad so it's like you there's this gray area of like yeah voicing it which i think what it's doing now because people enough is enough i think it's like a relationship in a weird way like you know when you've had enough in a relationship you don't care anymore and you're just seeing red that's where people are at and the beauty behind that is one people it's bringing a lot of visibility to the problem and and the the issue and people are learning and they're woke and they're like okay now it makes sense um but it's also bringing this like whole community together of like people are essentially seeing it for what it is and it's nice to see that too but it just sucks that at the end of the day there's only certain, a certain amount of people in charge that are calling the shots and none of us can do anything about that. Aside, oh yeah, boycott. These things are all good. Boycott, protest. This is all necessary because it brings that awareness. Bassam's interview, right? He even said this. Um, that brings awareness, but it's like, it's so beyond us. If you look back, again, beyond October 7th, the the the, the cause and like the corruption that it stemmed from to, to begin with, it's beyond us. It's so f***ed up. And now at the end of all of it, everyone's dying on all ends of it. You know, like people are dying on all and then everyone's losing. They're all going to lose, you know, but it sucks. It sucks to see so many innocent lives go, so many children. That's when the humanity kicks in because you have your realistic state of mind, right? Your logical state of mind. I'm like, okay, I want to speak on this, but I can't lose my job. I live in America. I have a family. I have kids myself, right? You try to, especially a parent that feels the the soul of their children and sees other children like being literally bombed or like their body parts finding parents looking for their children like the parent in you I can only imagine is like right but it's like you have to think long term and that's where it's this gray area of you're like yeah I mean I'm a beauty content creator and to see all these brands Selena Gomez and like you know it's like they're giving their stances on it which everyone's entitled to their opinion whether we stand with it or not um it's interesting it shows you and it's like damn like okay you know but it's also like had this not happened is this who you always were right it's kind of nice because it's like some things have to happen so you can see you know what I'm going through 
you know what I'm going through, right? And it sucks. It sucks because I'm literally in a battle of like important relationships in my life because of this and it sucks. But it's like at the end of the day, these things have to happen in order for you to see things for what they are. It sucks. And at the end of the day, it always comes at the cost of an innocent life. That's what you couldn't have said it better. And like this idea that potentially my livelihood, my my family's livelihood, everything, if I do stand up for what's right, and that's human, basic human rights to live, you know, to be prosperous in a way where they're free to roam and, and live in their in their place, in their homes, you know, and not see kids dying could potentially put you at a disadvantage. It's like a dystopian like world, bro. Well, shouldn't you be commended for standing for human rights? Like, shouldn't you be like, but essentially like if you look back in history, the people who stood up for what's right at times were martyrs got offed bro like got silenced got thrown in jail got you know battered in their psyche battered by you know either going to jail or or being chastised by the world and all these things and it's like what world are we living in bro like and it's so clear to me now it's like in every we have people directly in politics that have a real big voice that we care for right and we saw the stance, not only with this situation, with other situations where like, what? <laughs> like, what is going on here? Like majority of the people that follow you are and support you are your own people. And now they're just like, what's going on, right? And then you have your conflicts with the people closest to you. Like you said, like, I know exactly what you're going through. And that's the worst position to be in where you're right in the middle of something where someone feels so strongly about something and you feel so strongly about something and you both hopefully want the best outcome, but there's just no resolve and there's no understanding. But it, it's the the biggest overarching theme is like I literally live in a dystopian land where I feel like although I'm an idiot when it comes to a lot of these things, the small bit of research that I am doing, I told you a couple of episodes ago when this first started to get kind of tensions were starting to rise, like we should tread lightly. Here's why, right? And then I went to sleep felt terrible about it. We always joke about selling out, right? And doing all these things, but essentially that would be selling out. But I also wanted to know more about the situation because again, we know, and not saying that this situation has propaganda built into it. It could, I, I don't know, but I don't know a lot about this group. I don't know a lot about this group. I don't know why we got to this place. I don't know what happened to get to this place, but if I felt so strongly about something and I'm advocating and I'm protesting for something, I wanted to know everything. And now that I feel like I know a good amount of it, now I'm just like, this is just about humanity, bro. This is just about, do you have a heart and do you not have a heart on both sides? Again, I know that there's a conflict, but what's the resolve? Condemnation does what? Okay, I condemn this group, this terroristic group. They're bad, they're, they're terrible. Where do we go here from here? Right. It's like I did that part. I, but now I want to know how do we save the kids? Yeah. How do we save the moms? How, how do, do we who save pays the price and who, who pays, pays the, the price? price? And it's so easy for us to just sit here and tread lightly and play this game of being on one side or one side. But I don't feel good when I do that either. No. And I'm not going to say I'm not biased. I mean, it's not about even being biased. I am a faithful Muslim Afghan American who at the end of the day stands by like I have absolutely nothing but love for 
all people of all religions. I don't hate other religions because I'm of one religion. I am not anti-Semitic. I am not pro, like, against, I went to a Catholic high school. I was the only Muslim in the high school. And I loved learning about Catholicism. I practiced their, their, I read their, I didn't practice, no. (laughs) Bro, I would have drank the wine with you. No, I mean, what I meant was like, I, part of being in a Catholic school was going to mass every, like, Friday or something once a month. And I just sat there and listened respectfully. You know, I didn't partake in anything that was happening, but I enjoyed learning. And same, my friend group is so diverse, right? Like different religions, different cultures. I am not an extremist of my religion. I don't care if it was any other religion. I don't want to see anyone die. I don't want to see children die. And and again, on both ends, right? Like what I'm saying is people are going to die. Both ends are losing at the end of the day. And it's all at the cost of, power, politics, ownership, and just like people who are in position making shots. Like I've been doing a lot of calling shots. I've been doing a lot of research uh, because now many will argue that we're going into a global war, you know, seeing where China stands, Russia stands, Europe stands, all these things. And it's interesting because what people don't understand and do your research, it's wild, um, is how it overlaps in selfishness of each country, each dictator, each leader, each king, each, like everyone has a motive. It's all driven by motivation. And to learn how selfish they think, it's again, at the cost of the lives of innocent people, that's what's harder to understand for me. I'm not surprised that there's a conflict. I'm not surprised that we are at war. It's happening. Our country has been out in war. Iraq has been in war. Sudan right now, people, over 10,000 people are dying, like getting bombed. You know, what was it? Libya got bombed. America bombed them because of Iraq. Like it's literally all one. Oh, you did this to them. We have nothing to do with them, but we're going to, we're going to hit back. It's just like, I'm not surprised that this is happening, but what's harder for me to process through all of this is to see that human beings have the ability to make these shots and call these shots and that they lack that humanity. They lack that self-awareness of, Oh my God, there's, if I do this, if I, if I stand on this side, I'm, I'm like, you realize you're standing against thousands and thousands and thousands of saving the lives of thousands of babies. You realize that, right? If you stand on the opposing side and like at the end of the day, this is the world we live in. There's conflict. People will choose a side, but it's like, Everybody else around it that's seeing it and witnessing it and voicing it is is arguing from a uh, from a from an empathetic state of mind, saying you guys are not understanding. It doesn't matter where you're coming from. People are dying. Are you not seeing people are dying? Can we save the people? Can we stop killing the babies? Like that's where it stands. But of course, at the end of the day, if you look at the corruption, if you look at again the politics and the history, like the, the Palestinian people have been fighting this war for the last. 75 plus years and that's where it's also hard because it's like okay if you want to pull the receipts there's that too there's that aspect of it too right so it's like it's not just about that it's this is a genocide it's interesting and if you don't see it for that that's wild to me yeah it's interesting to see the motivation of the people that are in charge it's almost like they're playing a chess match with humans i almost feel like they're all sitting in the same room like having a conversation at this point and i think they are and and everyone's in there yeah including the terrorists including they're getting trained that's what i'm saying even like when it comes to different sort of uh events right when it comes to the iraq war like you mentioned like pierce was super against that they Mm -hmm. said that iraq doesn't have wmds but there was a motivation behind going into iraq right there was a motivation to take out the leaders in that in that space there's a motivation to go into afghanistan and do that granted you can have your own you know i have my own stance on 
you know, the people, the Taliban and et cetera and stuff like that. And I believe that, again, if you're a terrorist group, whether it's the Taliban, whether it's the Hamas, whether it's whoever, anyone who's considered a terrorist and that's hurting human beings or hurting people, civilians, anyone for that matter, you're a no-go in my book, bro. Like, you deserve to go in the deepest layer of hell there is. You know what I mean? I don't believe in killing people. At all. Like, you know, know, I don't believe in, in... a lot of what you know and we see it again it's aside from just like the palestinian like the zionists and the hamas all this aside from that it's like it shouldn't it's across the board mm-hmm. people shouldn't kill people yeah we, people shouldn't kill babies and i i truly believe that there are good on both sides there are good people that stand against you see you rabbis know, standing yeah. with the palestinian protests you yeah. see you know on the it's like you it's at the end of the day if you look at it from a humanistic pr- point of view you see it for what it is, and you're like, "This isn't right." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, killing people isn't right. Yeah, bro. And sometimes you have to use your critical thinking. And if you do have a stance on something, really, really do your due diligence to like do the research and understand it, and not just look at it at face value. Because we know that the media, uh, the stuff that we see on TikTok, the stuff that like my algorithm is going to be completely different than a person that is in Israel and their algorithm. Right. They're going to see a whole different side of TikTok that I don't see on my side of TikTok. Right. And it's important to use critical thinking and try to, if you do have a stance, look beyond, you know, just that first layer, bro. And honestly, have a heart, bro. But I don't think you that's can teach the problem, that. I don't think you can teach that. I think that you're sometimes that's the having the heart part is the problem because a lot of what I'm seeing now is um opportunists who are who are uh actually not who they are. I don't even think they're opportunists. I'm seeing a lot of arrogance uh coming out from this around like um just just the voicing how they really feel and that's where it's problematic because it's like you can have a stance and you could be on a side of it, but then you have the extremists who are also very, uh, feel strongly about it and then use that as an opportunity to uh, verbally, aggressively actually attack. And and that's not right in my opinion, right? Like for me at least, I'm bringing visibility and what I, with what I post and what I, what, from what I believe. I pray to God. I pray to, you know, I pray for the Muslims around the world. I pray for the Palestinian people, whether it doesn't matter the religion again. Like I, I pray for the innocent people because the human in me, the empathetic person that I am, wants to see that peace. I am not going to hate another side of it. I, there's no hate in me, you know, but a lot of people are like that. There's hate in them. And that's what's scary because it's like, then this is why these problems exist to begin with. There are people who genuinely are extremists and hate, and this is like they're they're sitting on the other side of it, and they're happy to see it, and that's what's scary, and I've seen it. Yeah, and it's crazy to see because, like, there's a lot of factors that that stem from this. Again, like, I've talked to you about, like, prior to this in our – in our pre-brief, we talked about the displacement of Jews, right, and, like, how they were kind of – chastised and, and, and kicked out of certain areas of the world and how their grandfathers and ancestors went through a lot of suffering and then you understand how a person is raised and they can be raised in a way where they're just like anti this religion or anti this people because of this and this and this but that's why I'm like sometimes you have to understand that that's how they were essentially raised or or you know led to believe but I don't know I bro. would put myself in this situation right I'm just like I come from a family that's just genuinely good people, bro, that want good for the world and humanity and, like, doesn't matter your religion, doesn't matter. So I feel like even if I was raised in an environment that was, like, 
I would use my own critical thinking, just like my parents could be affiliated with being a Republican or a Democrat or a Libertarian or whatever, I still, as a human being, I'm going to use my critical thinking and be like, why do I think this way? Like, okay, so my upbringing probably has a huge weight on me on how I probably feel in the future, right? Like if I'm someone who thinks of homeless people, like they're the worst people in existence and they don't deserve anything because they chose to be homeless because my parents told me this, that's probably going to have a weight on me. I'm probably going to feel like that, but I still think in that moment I would be able, and I'd hope that I would be able to make an educated decision. Like, look, like, they are homeless, like this happened to them, but like be empathetic. They're human beings yeah. at the end of the day, regardless of their drug addiction, regardless of what, they are humans, they have a soul, that we are the same. I could be in that position if bad things happened to me in life and I was born into a household that was broken, destructive, terrible, I could be in that person's shoes. I could be on that other side of that border in Gaza. I could have been, you know, a, a child there that that was my home they didn't deserve that it could have been they your child it could have been your child that stuck there or a family member or whatever put yourself in these people's shoes that are not the the people that are behind the chessboards making these decisions they are not the terroristic groups that are like the October 7th thing that uh, Pierce would uh, constantly bring up there these kids are not part of Hamas <laughs> these kids are not making you know, these we're not going to use that as a justification. Exactly. That's just and not appropriate. Like, and that's my problem with it, right? This is what I'm seeing. So the reason why it's personal for me is because Islamophobia does exist. And I'm seeing that come out of this because then you're like, okay, let's say you're Israeli. Let's say you're Jewish, right? You're, you're, you're standing where you stand. Sure. With what you believe and say what you got to say. But when you start to defend yourself from a place of attacking another religion and race, then it becomes a form of racism because you're now, it's personal for you too, where you're targeting those specific people because of who they are versus what is this about? I thought it was about the land. It's not about that. And a lot of people are making it about that. That's why people are angry. That's why there is divide. That's why there's corruption. And that's why relationships are hindered because at the end of the day, I may see it for what it is. At the end of the day, I don't appreciate or want children to die. I don't care what religion. I don't care what race. But many people will will look at it for granted that's the environment they were raised in and they were taught from a young age to only think that and maybe they were taught to hate Arabs and Muslims. That is right. But it's like you come to an age where you're like enough, you're smart to to kind of analyze for what it is at the end of the day. And it's like, do you really lack a soul to to see children die and still point against that race and religion? Because now you're, now that, what is this saying about your character? Because that's where I have an issue with. And what's what I've seen, Islamophobia will not be tolerated. That's where it's personal. That's where it hurts. That's because it's like, no, when people are rightfully protesting, people are rightfully standing for what they believe and they do it in, from a sense of like, people shouldn't die, People, you know? Not in a sense of like, I hate that specific person. They should die because there are people chanting exactly that. I'm happy that they're killing the Muslims. I'm happy that they're killing the Palestinians. And that's what's scary. And it's also crazy to me. And I cannot fathom, right, that this thing that's happening has happened to Jewish people before. When it comes to the Holocaust, when it comes to the displacement of them, when it comes to a lot of sectors and different sorts of people, whether it's in China, a certain sector in China, whether it's all over the world, we've seen this happen before in our history books. And then 200 years down the line, I saw a post like 200 years from now or 100 years from now, our kids, kids, kids will see this in their history books. And then they'll be like, 
oh my God, this happened to this sector of people. We're living through it. And it's so sad that I see this reoccurring theme with so many different sorts of people, with Jewish people in the past, when it comes to the Holocaust, when it comes to their displacement, when it comes to the Palestinian people that have been been going through this fight for years and years and years. I've seen it with so many people with African Americans in the slave trade and how they were. Racism, bro. Racism, how it's still prevalent today. And, And we were going through all of these protests, again, you can chalk that up to other people having different motives with the BLM movement and stuff, but it's bigger than BLM. It's bigger than this sort of movement. We're seeing this happen more and more and again. And how are we not to the point where no matter what side you're on, no matter if you're with the Gazans, no matter if you're Palestinians, no matter if you're with the Israelis and the Jewish people on the other side of the border, we are human beings. Yeah, we the- are the same. We bleed the same. We are, we are people that should be pushing human rights just being a good human and wanting good for our humanity not about borders it's not about borders it's not about your race it's not being a good human being should out and that's why this situation is showing you that exactly that good human beings in fact don't exist i've seen it and you know what's messed up about this is what that causes um even the propaganda, like the misguided, and you said this earlier, right? You said that um, when it first started happening, I'm the same way. I wait and I process because you had that false propaganda that came out about, you know, the babies and stuff. And then and then you see just one thing. People see red and they shoot, shoot, shoot. And it's like um, I, I'm also the same way. I wait and I process and I read and I research. And then I kind of just I, I, I dissect it. I process it. And then I, I move forward with how I feel more so now than ever because, you know, like it. it, it it's I don't I can't take it anymore. But um, what's messed up is look at what like I I will never forget for the rest of my life the six year old boy who got stabbed twenty six times here in hatred of being Islamophobia right like because he was Muslim and um, that happened on American soil. There was another girl that yeah uh, picnic she was out yes, in the park yeah. yes and it's like these case scenarios is what this is all driven through from a lot of people. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm taking away from this is like, I'm scared that people like this exist and the African-Americans see it. The people of oppressed oppression see it every day. It's like there, this is racism. This is racism. Like you hate a specific, I don't hate the Jewish community. I don't hate Israeli people. I don't like extremists on, on, on all ends. You know, I don't like people. I don't like terrorists. I, it's like, I don't believe people should kill people. And, and whether you're actually out on the field doing it or not, there are people standing behind those people who are vocalizing that they agree with it. That's what scares me. And these are people that I see and I know, and that I, I no longer have the space for that. I don't, I don't need to be around that you know, and as you get older, you see it for what it is. And it's important because, again, like I said, these things have to happen so you can see things for what they are and people for who they are. And it sucks. But it's like, well, wow, I kind of don't want that in my my around me. You know, like I, I, I you believe in people should die. No, I don't want that around me. The f- it's this really, really sad, helpless feeling that I felt you felt it's made us. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And it brings this I heaviness it. and it. It bleeds onto our relationships, our friendships, dialogue, how we talk to each other, how we communicate with each other, like going out and being able to just go to work and you open your phone and you're like just watching kids dying. How do you go about your day knowing that people are literally suffering with no water, no electricity, dying over... uh, you know, land and, and politics and these world leaders that are, you know, self-preservation of like their own motive motives Motivation. and their own motivations of money, resources, this, that, 
aid, getting money and aid and all of this stuff. And it's like, how do you go about it? But I pray that everyone out there is able to. I today found myself taking a lot of deep breaths. My anxiety has been so bad. Uh, this has really, really heavily impacted me. And you know this, like I, I have not been feeling well. And then my dad's death anniversary happened. And um, there's my own personal I'm going through and I have not been feeling well. I've never felt so numb and I've never felt so hopeless. And I hate social media, but I also can't disconnect from it. I'm like, take, take a break, stop looking, stop posting. But I also can't. But I also, like I said, I feel guilty doing anything else, posting anything else. I feel guilty talking about anything else. I And then and there's this whole group of just people who have no idea what's going on. And in a weird way, I'm like, maybe good. You know, like you're happy. You're happy, you know, but it's like people should. But it's like it's hard and it sucks and it's heavy. And like you said, I think exactly that everyone's feeling the weight of it. And like people can't are having a hard time moving forward with it. I pray that everyone out there is able to move forward and they're using their voice for the right reasons. And I think, again, I always thought, okay, like, what's the point of me resurfacing this very gruesome image of this happening? But again, those I, I, I teeter back and be like, okay, well, maybe you're wrong in this situation because those certain posts that unfortunately I don't want to see and I, I, I don't, um, that's the reason why other countries and other people are recognizing what's happening and our voices being, you know, heard. You Technology. Know, the voices of people that are voiceless and are in it are being able to, you know, at least be heard. So I'm grateful for my faith. That's the only thing that's gotten me through anything in life. When I feel at my lowest peak, I just pray. I pray because I understand that there has to be something in vain. Like there's no way that this is all happening. There's nothing to come from it. Um, when you see, you know, like there, there's a bigger power and there's things that we just can't understand a lot of the times and we don't need to. And, you know, alhamdulillah, I, we're Muslim. And for me, it's like my faith is beyond me. It's bigger than me. God is bigger than this. So it's like I just have to... to Put it on that. And I've, it's, it's interesting you say that because I'd be lying if I didn't question things. Mm -hmm. Like I, there was a moment where I had a conversation with a loved one and I, they were talking to me about this and they were like, why? Like if there is a God, which again, I, I practice my religion very faithfully. Um, why? And where are you in this? But there's something that I don't know. There is a reason why faith is faith and there's something that I in my human brain cannot conceptualize and be able to understand but I did question a lot I questioned that's with not, every post I'm like yeah of course why? that's a human and why me and it was more so like why me and it, it's almost it's like survivor's guilt I'm sorry I know we were gonna cut off right now but like no, no, no. I feel this yeah, survivor's guilt of like course. why do I get to wake up at whatever time I want to wake up Go to the gym, do what I want to do while there are kids dying. There's kids stuck under ru rubble and like I'm watching animals as, okay, humans are the biggest focus, right? But just even- I see the animals too. Animals that are like dying and crying under rubble and like meowing and, and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is happening? I Why like, me? I feel so guilty, bro. I feel like in a weird way, like we're the ones being tested and we are because God is showing us. Like God is showing us what the reality of life is. And like now is the time, which is also this other part of me. Like I said, like it is my Islamic duty to speak on it. We are supposed to educate and inform as long as it doesn't impact and conflict in your work, which obviously that's not the case. Um, you're supposed to. And it's like, I feel like obviously it's, it's not right, but you know, they are in a form 
away being sacrificed because there are better things there. And like God has, it's beyond us. Like they, you know, like you think that's the people in this life want to revolve it around that, but God is bigger than that. And I, and I know it's hard to, how do you not question it? Cause same, but it's like, you have to understand that like, but this isn't even the everlasting it's not. So it's like, and again, to whatever you believe in, right. For me, the spirituality in me understands that it's bigger and beyond that. And then they're all fallen and chosen angels. And it's like, you have to find that it's up. It's just, I don't like the way that it's happening. It's so wrong. It's so sad to see. It's not okay. But it's also, um, this notion of, okay, well, you know, there's, this is happening and God is showing you and like, this could have been your life. So it's like, how are you going to live your life? How are you going to choose to live your life from here? You know, God has blessed you. How are you going to bless others? Heavy, heavy pod. I love you so much, Niels. I know it's yeah. a, it's been heavy for you, and yeah. uh, I pray for everyone out there. I pray for us, too, because this is a difficult time for us. Um, but outside of that, it's a difficult time for the people that are directly involved with this. So, Yeah. Yeah, praying for praying praying for it to just God to shed light. Um, you can find us on YouTube.com slash the Dima Podcast, TDP. We out. We out.